everybody. This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast, your favorite podcast about Atlanta United. At least it's my favorite podcast, and I'm not just saying that because I do it. This is your season preview for Atlanta United's eighth season on Saturday. It will play at Columbus, 2 p.m. start, 35 degrees is the expected temperature, which does not make me happy because I'd plan on walking from my hotel to the stadium and back, so I'll be a, a frozen nugget by the time I get back to the hotel. But it's going to be an exciting game for several, several reasons. First, Columbus is the defending champ. Second, Atlanta United has a much improved roster, which we're going to get into in just a little bit. Third, it's a chance for Atlanta United to kind of throw down a marker that it can at least get a point on the road. It only won three of its 17 league games last year. It lost its U.S. Open Cup game at 5th, 3rd Bank, home slash road game. Got blown out of its League's Cup road match at Miami. So it's got to do better on the road. This is a chance to prove it. We're going to hear from several people today in this podcast, including manager Gonzalo Pineda, striker Jorgos Yakamakis, new center back Stian Gregerson, and winger Saba Lopchenitze. I'm also going to answer your questions. We pumped the questions for about four days. Uh, To be honest with you, and I always try to be honest with you, we could have used some more, could have probably used some some better ones. I encourage y'all, I could talk about more than just Atlanta United. I'm glad to talk about Major League Soccer. I'm glad to talk about anything related to any soccer in the world. If I don't know it, I'll research it. Uh, So feel free to throw those questions in. Or if you want to ask me about the Andy Griffith Show, because I watch it for hours every day. I can even cover that. If this is your first time listening to us, please make sure to follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. And we're back. All right, we're going to dive into the audio clips. We're going to start with manager Gonzalo Pineda. This is going to be his third full season. He is uh, in the final guaranteed year of his contract. I hope that you've enjoyed all of our season preview material. I wrote, I don't know, 12,000 words uh, about Atlanta United and Major League Soccer. That doesn't account what Ken Segura wrote in his column and some other articles that I've written this week. If you go to AJC.com, you'll see Get Ready for Atlanta United's Big Season, and there's links to every single story we wrote there, including one tomorrow about how Gonzalo and the team handles certain things this season, including this being potentially his final year. But let's get into other things you're interested in first. Here's Pineda discussing if Tiago Almada, who missed the entirety of preseason because he was 
successfully helping Argentina qualify for the Olympics if he's good to go on Saturday. Yes, he's, he's available to play. And uh, other players who aren't available, is that just TRE, Mosquera, and Etienne? TRE, Mosquera, and Derek Etienne, that's correct, yes. It sounds like he didn't say he's going to start, but he's going to start. I mean, Almada, I think, played, I think Joe Patrick told me today, like 32 out of the 34 games he went from start to finish. He was only subbed out twice, I think is what Joe told me. So he's going to start. Another topic that y'all typically have an interest in at the beginning of the season is who is going to be the captains for the team, plural, captains. So I asked Pineda. Well, I think we're going to keep the same with Brad being the captain of the team, as as you know, as, as it's been uh, for a long time. So he's going to be the captain. And then, you know, uh, Mice left, who was kind of the mm-hmm. vice captain. And then we have a couple options. Yeah, depends on who's on the field. We will make that decision. And here's Pineda discussing what he wants from his captains. For me, talking about the captains is, to me, is leadership is something that is not related with who plays, who doesn't play. Okay. It's, it's, again, Brad was the captain uh, the year that he was injured. He was there in the locker room cheering for the players, and he was the captain of the team. Regardless of if he was on the field or not, that's a different story. Uh, so, yeah, he's the captain whether he's or he's not on the field. Now, as I alluded to in the first segment, Atlanta going on the road to play Columbus, the team that knocked it out of the playoffs last year, outscored at 8-4 to four in the three-game series, chance to go on the road. Is this a good thing? Yeah, good. Obviously, it's, it's a, a difficult game. Uh, they are a very good side. They are at home. They are motivated. They just won the trophy. So it's going to be a difficult task, but I think uh, we are prepared. The, the team, I feel, is very focused on this game. And, uh, yeah, we're going we're to compete. And then the last question was about the 35 degrees because Pineda, in a previous answer, was discussing focus, the ability to, to get through certain situations, to handle adversity. So I wanted to know, well, how do you handle it being 35 degrees? No, I'm happy. That they will have more energy. Uh, to me, when, when it's a little bit colder, you have more energy. When it's a bit more humidity or heat, uh, of course, the, the energy levels drop off a little bit earlier. I'm happy because in the first game of the season, you want a little bit of that. They can last a little bit more. It's expected that the first couple games, couple cramps, a couple of things is kind of expected for the whole league. So that actually, that weather helps us a little bit. Now, Yurgos was the first to talk to us today. And... Kind of similar question for him. Is it good to start off by playing the defending champs? And his answer was very, very confident. Uh, I don't really care how we start. All I care about is to start with a win. Uh, of course, it's going to be a competitive game. They are the, the league, uh, they won the league title last year, so um, they have this uh, aura. And uh, it's going to be nice to win at their home and to start with, uh, with, our, with our league. I don't know if they have bulletin boards and – Greece or Scotland or Holland, where he's played before, but that is bulletin board material. Now, as I mentioned a second ago, Almada has not been with the team until this week. I was curious about the chemistry between he and Tiago. Uh, hopefully, we didn't lose it. So we take it from where we left it, and uh, we're going to improve, I think, day by day and game by game. And then I also wanted to know if he had been approached about being a team captain. I asked because he was a team captain. Uh, for at least the Memphis game uh, in the preseason, he may have been a team captain for another game, and it just slipped my mind. Uh, all I know is that 
I have to do my best this year. I have to uh, to prove every single game why they uh, why they signed me and why they signed me in a deep spot. And that's all uh, my concentration. Yorgos is always honest with us. Last year, we had asked him a few different times about the team's mental toughness, its its focus, and and why it loses that sometimes in in key moments in games. And so I wanted to circle back with him on if he's seen improvement in those areas during the preseason. Uh, I think I, I don't want to make any conclusion uh, yet because it was just a preseason. It was some friendly games. We didn't have even uh, we didn't even the, the 90 minutes of each game, every player. So uh, I think I'm going to take my time a little bit on this one. And uh, during the season, I'm going to answer that again. Now, several prognosticators around the country have picked Yakamakis to win the Golden Boot, which is the award given to the player that scores the most goals during the regular season. He really is the majority favorite among the, I don't know, 10 to 15 that I've seen. I was curious if it mattered to him. Uh, not, not winning if I win the, 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 if I win the Golden Boot, it means that I'm not going to be in the European Cup with the national team. So it's... Ah. <laughs> it's it's something in between. Like, of course, I want to score many many goals this season. Of course, of course, I want to uh, win a golden boot. But at the same time, that means I'm not going to be in the European Cup, so it's going to hurt at the same time. But it's going to feel very good on the other on the other side. Maybe you just we'll score see. when you're here. When I'm here, <laughs> I hope it's enough. I'm going to be away for a month if we, if we go. So yeah, yeah. I, no, I'm, uh, I'm joking. I hopefully, hopefully, I win. I'm going to win the the golden boot, and that's one of the big targets I have for this season. And I ask that because he's given different answers this preseason. I think this is the third time we've spoken to him. And at first it was like, well, I just want to score goals. And if I'm scoring goals, it means the team's going to win. And now it is, yes, he wants to win the golden boot. Saba Lopchenitze acquired by the team during the last summer window. This will be his first full season with the squad. We spoke with him on Tuesday. Curious if he's satisfied with the progress the team has made this preseason. It was a great preseason for the team. We played a few games, and uh, I think all players, it's a, they are fit, and we are fresh, and we are ready for Columbus. And then, you know, we've gotten to watch some training. I went down to Florida and spent a few days, got to see some of the things the team has been working on. But wanted his take on what they've been working on. I think we are uh, better in aggressivity, and uh, we are better in defensive. Uh, so... Like uh, what we worked in uh, in preseason, like tactics and uh, like this uh, intention and like uh, aggressivity and defense, it was, uh-huh. I think it's better than last year. And then I wanted to circle back on the focus that has hurt this team, the lack of focus that has hurt this team the past few seasons on, and if adding experienced players such as Bartosz Schleich, Stian Gregerson, Derek Williams, Josh Cohen, veterans is going to be able to help the team kind of quickly realize this could be dangerous this is what we have to do to snuff out that danger yeah yeah few few things we had last season like that but so we are we have now more experience right, yes so we are ready for that you know we are ready for every second and those of you who follow the league may know that right now it's using replacement refs uh, I didn't really notice uh, them last night in the Miami-Real Salt Lake game, which is a good thing. So I was curious from Saba if he's concerned for his personal safety because replacement refs, they're inexperienced. So the thinking is they could lose control of the game and James, games get chippy, they get dangerous. 
if he's concerned about player safety? Honestly, I don't have a problem about that. I'm like, my job is to play football, so I'm more focused on myself and on my team. So there's, I can't see the problem. And then Saba on talking about Tiago integrating himself back within the team. Uh, we all know Tiago. I think if you be fit, he can play easy. And uh, yeah, we will see. You now we are so happy he's back. And uh, I'm so happy about he goes to the Olympic. And then Gregerson bought from Bordeaux in League Two in the winter window. He's the replacement for Miles Robinson. He is definitely going to start on Saturday. I think it's likely going to be Derek Williams starting beside him, not Louisa Brom. But I wanted to know from him how he felt the preseason went. Yeah, very good. We had a good preseason. Uh, we work uh, hard on the pitch, uh, and uh, we make what we work on the training in the match also. So it looks uh, very good. So he didn't play for a couple of weeks in the preseason as to what they were calling load management. So he was asked how he feels physically. Physically, uh, I feel very good. Um, and of course, it's uh, coming from the middle of the season, so it's smart to be uh, to, to take care of my body. And I was also curious to hear from him about the replacement refs. I haven't uh, think about so much of this. I, I have my role and I have this uh, the role. So, yeah, I'm, I'm focused on my football. But of course, if you have... Uh, more referees, it uh, will help us. All right, when we come back, we're going to get into the mailbag. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Ocean breeze, tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Before we get into the mailbag, I want to urge you to sign up for a subscription because we have a great deal for a greater Atlanta wordplay. For a limited time, Subscribe and you'll get digital access to the AJC for just $1.99 per week for life. As long as you keep your subscription, you have access to the substance and soul of the South, including breaking news and in-depth investigations, food, sports, business, and more from AJC.com every day for the rest of your life. That's a pretty darn good deal. Subscribe now by going to AJC.com start. That's AJC.com start to take advantage of the South's biggest deal. This is for new subscribers only. And I'll just, you know, tell you, remind you, we've got a lot of international soccer coming to the city. We've got the She Believes Cup. We've got Copa America. We've got the World Cup. And there's going to be a lot more coming. U.S. soccer didn't put its headquarters here to not have the U.S. play in Atlanta, certainly more frequently than the two times it's played in the past 30 years here in the city. You'll get to read all of that coverage. We're going to ramp up our coverage of soccer, a ramp up our coverage of Atlanta United. We're ramping up our coverage of the Braves. We've got excellent coverage of the Falcons, of, of Georgia, of Georgia Tech, of the Hawks, of Georgia State, of Kennesaw State, all your politics. $1.99 per week. That's a really good deal. I hope you'll take advantage. And if you do, drop me an email, tell me that you did, and I'll give you a shout out on the next podcast. And I need to say that Daniel is back behind the board. His whole house is filled with crocheted Atlanta United kits. So just reach out to him. He'll send you one. 
I'm dubbing the new kit the Big Chicken. If you're a longtime Atlanta citizen or resident, you'll probably get the reference. It's just too perfect of a pun. I had to use it. On to the mailbag. Josh says, did the team drop the ball on the season ticket holder's gift? Small details matter, and they have known when the season would start and when the last payments for season tickets were made for well over a month. If it's something amazing, all may be forgiven, but if it's on par with the last few years, then it seems like an afterthought. I would love to hear your take. Josh, I'm not sure you're going to like my take. I understand y'all wanting the gift, but the, uh, I don't know how to describe it, mild outrage. I don't know if those two words could even be used together. It just seems a little much to me. I mean, I know it's part of what you paid for and you're getting the gift. It's going to come in early March. I have no idea why it's not here before. Well, I have an idea of why it's not here before the end of the season. Supply chains, logistics, et cetera, et cetera, which can be out of the hands of, of teams. Uh, but the gift is coming. I don't know what it is. I hope that it satisfies you. I know it's part of what you pay for with the season ticket holder package. So I can understand you wanting what you bought, but ho- hopefully everything will work out and it'll be good. I don't think this is a trend. I think this is the first time that they've missed the, the first game. So, you know, if it happens again next year, then get the pitchforks, get the torches and let storm Franklin gateway. Brad says, what are the odds? This is not Brad Guzan. What are the odds? Uh, I don't think it is anyway. What are the odds we see a new face starting at goalkeeper this season? What level of referees should we expect to see while PRO is out of the picture? The odds you see a new face starting at goal. Well, I mean, that depends. Are you talking about a consistent starter or are you talking about an occasional starter? If you're talking about a consistent starter, I still think the job is Brad's to lose. I could be very wrong about that. But that's what I think. I, I'm not as down on him as a lot of y'all were from last season. I think the entirety of the defense was a cluster. And I know his save percentage was down. But Atlanta United gave up, uh, I think, more big chances than I think any other team in the league. I could be wrong. It may, they may have been second. And goalkeepers aren't expected to save those. That's why they're called big chances. So let's see what happens with Gregerson. I think it's going to be Williams. Let's see what happens with Schleich and Miyamba in the midfield. Let's see what happens with another full season of Lennon and Wiley as the fullbacks. Williams and Gregerson are supposed to be great communicators. Gregerson is very, very fast. I don't know if you paid attention to him much in the preseason. When he takes that first step, you look at him and you think, uh, not sure. And then when he takes that second step, you're like, oh, yeah, he's he's fast. And he, you know, he's talking about, I'm not afraid of the space behind me. I'm curious to see what he's, what's going to happen. So I think it's Guzan's to lose. I think Gregerson will start in the League's Cup games. Where the U.S. Open Cup is still kind of a hodgepodge of unsuredness right now. It, MLS said they weren't going to play, but then the reports that they might play. And now those are, all those reports have died out. So we'll see what happens. What level of referee should we expect to see while PRO is out of the picture? Well, I didn't really notice them last night uh, when that's a good sign in Miami, Real Salt Lake. And there's, there's got to be mistakes, but Lord knows there were mistakes under PRO too. You just hope that it's not consistent mistakes or serious mistakes or inconsistent foul calls. Allen says, who is the backup striker if TRE is out? Well, TRE is out. He remains in concussion protocol. Pineda said he's out. I guess he could clear concussion protocols and come back for Saturday, but 
I would be surprised. Who is the striker? That is a really good question. I think it'll just be done by committee. The team doesn't have a third striker on the roster. You could play Lopchenitze. You could go with a false false striker. You could put Firmino in there, who who scored, I think it was four goals in the preseason. Who knows? Nick says, do you know if Mercedes-Benz Stadium will be putting in grass for the never mind, I read your story, insert coffee sip? Thank you, Nick. Yes, there will be grass. It will be glorious. Not for Atlanta United. It, well, it will for the first part of 2026, but not right now. What is the season's biggest priority after MLS Cup? A different trophy or a qualification to Champions Cup by any means? That's a good question. Well, the only other trophy to win would be League's Cup, and the team wanted to get out of the group stage last year. It failed miserably. Got a good draw this year. D.C. United and Santos Laguna, which really struggled in the second half of the Mexican Liga MX season, so they should be able to get out of this group. Um, so I'm going to put I'm going to put priority on that because if you do well in the league and you do well in the League's Cup, you should make it to Champions Cup, where you get to play massive teams like Cavalry or Calvary, which we watched last night. Matt says, will MLS season pass be free with T-Mobile again this year? Doesn't look like it. So sorry about that for y'all. I've been a Verizon guy for I don't know how many years. And while I do have some complaints with Verizon, that is not one of them. Jeb says, approximately what position does Atlanta United need to be in the table by midseason to call the season a success by that point? Uh, Top four. I think it's a tough start to the season. I wrote about this in the five storylines, which was in last Sunday's paper. And again, is a link within the get ready for Atlanta United season story on AJC.com. And I've tweeted that out too. Very, very tough start. Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Orlando, Columbus, much improved Chicago. So if they're within, if they're top four by the midpoint of the season, I think that would be a, a good point for them to really kind of push and see, hey, are we capable of supporter shield? Jeremy says, my question is this. I tend to favor defenders and goalkeepers when picking my favorite players. LGP and Parata were big faves. Parata's doing well right now. Uh, if y'all haven't watched him in Liga Emekis, back with uh, Tigris, I think it is. Uh, he's doing very well. So now I see Stian and wonder if his style or skills are similar to those two or is he a different type of player? I think he's going to be a different type of player. LGP and Parata, to me, were, were very similar. Stian is going to be much faster, uh, as fast as Miles. And his teammates have talked about his aggressiveness, his ability to communicate. I'm curious to see how he's going to do on set pieces because he's so freaking tall. So right now, I think he is going to be different. Piece of trivia for you. Which country has won the most gold medals in the Winter Olympics. That country would be Norway, home of Stian Gregerson. I believe that was a question at Hampton and Hudson Trivia Nights, which I go to on Tuesday with Jamal and Kelly and Tim and and Paula and Vana and the team. It's fun. If you ever want to do trivia, come to Hampton and Hudson on Tuesdays. Doug, different Doug. Again, we don't have a question of the week. I you know, I was hoping for some more all-encompassing MLS questions that didn't get them. So maybe next week. 
Doug says, I'm wondering, in your professional opinion, if you think Atlanta United is looking to keep Mosquera or move him. I've read his contract runs through 2025. I'm considering getting his name and number on the new kit. He has family in Medellin, Colombia. That's cool, Doug. But not sure if I do it if it looks like he's moving on. I know nothing is certain, and your opinion may just be speculation, but just curious. No, I think he's going to be here at least through this season. He's been in Colombia working to secure his green card. He was scheduled to return today. To me, that's a sign that he's going to be here with the club for at least another season. If he's unhappy with his playing time, I guess he can say, hey, I want out. But he seemed to finally kind of find a footing last year. He scored a few goals, which is something that was lacking on his resume for the clubs he's played for. So, no, I think he'll be here through at least this season. So if you want to drop the exorbitant amount that Adidas or whoever sets the prices for these kits, I think it's fine to get his name and number. Uh, the price of the kits to me is is shameful. The material isn't any better than it was four years ago. I can't imagine the shipping is that much more expensive. The demand may be better, but Adidas, you should lower the prices. It's It's ridiculous. Or MLS, whoever's charging this. You got people who are already spending money on season tickets and everything else. They shouldn't have to spend that much more. 200 freaking dollars on a kit. It's ridiculous. I want to remind you to tell your friends about our show and give us a rating and a review on Spotify and Apple. That's what helps us grow the podcast. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC, on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. $1.99 a week for a subscription. AJC.com slash start. I'll be in Columbus on Saturday. I'm the only guy who covers Atlanta United who is fortunate enough to travel to, I've been to 98% of the games in non, non-COVID years since 2017. So uh, I hope you'll consider subscribing. As always, hug your loved ones, communicate with your loved ones, practice empathy, and strive for awareness. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see do and enjoy along the world's most famous beach daytona beach florida beach on i'm ernie suggs race and culture reporter for the atlanta journal constitution and i'm ned ravone lifestyle columnist atlanta has been known as the black mecca for so many years but that means something different to everybody it means everything to me i've been living here for 24 years and i am still amazed at how rich the city's black culture continues to grow every day i wake up i learn something new Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. Like historically Black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving arts scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.